the mic. Um, Sarah asked me to um, to talk about how um, the Good Shepherd has been in my life, and how God is in my life, and how it's not been in my life. And um, I started. I'm, I'm an Episcopalian um, for forever, um, my whole life. Um, I we came here. You know, I was born in Lakeland. I moved up here in 1970, and we came to this church. This church was pretty new back then. Um, it was packed. I mean, we were talking full up there, full on the sides. And um, I got involved right away in church. Uh, I was a torchbearer. Um, and then you got moved up to crossbearer. And then you got second server and first server. And, um, you know, that was a big deal. You know, we it was a lot of fun. There's been a lot of people. I was here when Ethel Copes was here. She's still here. Her ki- I went to school with her kids. Um, you know, it's been a family thing with, with the, the Schultzes, and there's a lot of people that are still here. Um, Jay's still here. And, um, you know, and it, was, it was a great thing. We had a lot of ministries. We had a lot of children's ministries. Um, and I remember coming enough to church that I remember the first time that they recycled the sermon. And it was about stewardship. That's, you know, I'm going to talk about co- coincidences. I call them God instances. So I'm up here today talking about stewardship. Is that a coincidence? I don't think so. I think it's a God instance. And um, and, and the different things that come in my life. And it, Tony, you know, I served with Tony a few times, and um, and then I run into run into him in Altamont Springs. And you know, why? Why do I keep running into Two people, and I and I think Tony and I have something coming up, and I don't know what it is, but I think God will will let me know. Um, but I and, and I'm aware of those things. Um, you know, I went through the church. I was here for you know till I was 18 for about eight for about eight for about eight years, and um, and then I moved to Miami, um, big big town, big different here. Um, I became an electrical contractor down there. Um, I got my license. I'm licensed in Florida, North Carolina. I can build anything but a nuclear power plant. Um, don't, you don't want me doing that. Um, and I lost God. God was never part of my life after I left church. Never. Nothing in this was nothing. Um, and I always put, I always put myself first. And, and everything it was about money, prestige, you know, throwing the money into the, the trumpet and how much you could hear me. I, I, people love me because I paid them to love me. Um, it, it, was, it was crazy. So I put money, my work, actually it put me first, and then money, and then my family. And when, the, when you do that, it's, you, you lose everything. Um, and when you become so self-centered, um, you don't care about anything. Um, Sarah's asked me to share about something, a couple things that um, I don't like to share about. This is personal. And um, the, my personal is that I've been in recovery for almost nine years. Um, and, and before I got into recovery, um, I was asked to leave my house. I was completely out of control. I... 
um, moved. They asked me to leave, and when I left my house and they brought me my stuff, my stuff consisted of a trash bag with two Publix bags in it and a pair of shoes. That's all I had. That's, I had really lost everything. I knew where it went. Yeah, I didn't lose it. I gave it all away, or I squandered it away. And being a electrical contractor with 150 people to nothing is, uh, you know, you can imagine what I, but what crap I had, what stuff that I had. Um, so I started over. You know, I needed to change. Um, I'm not sure what I did. Um, and so I was starting to get into recovery. I went, and I can remember this, like it's crystal clear in my head. I was sitting outside, and I heard God tell me, it's going to be okay. I'll take care of you. I mean, I didn't hear those words, but I heard it. I heard it. And I, I, knew, he, I knew I was going to be okay. I needed to work on things. I needed to work on myself. I was living in a room. You know, I would make meetings. And in, and in the meetings, in recovery meetings, you pass the basket. So I went to meetings all the time, three times a day, whatever it took, because I didn't have a job, I didn't have a car, I didn't have anything. I had a BMW. So I got my bicycle, my metro rail down there, and I walked. That's how I got around. But I always made sure that I had money each and every time for my basket, for the basket, every single time. If it was whether or not I was going to eat or not or have a hamburger, I made sure I put money in the basket. So I uh, slowly but surely, you know, it takes a lot of time. And let me tell you about a 12-step program. It's absolutely 100%. Anybody that has any significant time, a year, two, three, 20, 30, it's all, all about God. It's all about God and spirituality. It's not about the drinking or anything else. It's to get recovery, you get God into your life. Period. And it's all about it. And people don't understand that. It's okay, but I understand it, and people with time understand it. And, you know, I'm grateful for that. The other thing that I don't like to talk about is my ministries that, we, that I do. Um, we came here seven years ago, and my mom died. It was Sarah's first week. My brother's an Episcopal priest now. Um, he has been for 15, 20 years. Um, and we came up to this church and kind of like took it over for a day, the chapel. And um, I think Sarah was kind of like freaking out. But what is she going to do? It's her first day. So, and you know, when, you, when, when one bishop calls another bishop, you kind of do what you need to do. Wow. So Terry's here and she goes, I want to get married in this church. <laughs> okay, right. We live in Miami. Um, and what's cool is I work for Home Depot, and a few years later, guess what? I have an opportunity to move up here. Bam, I'm here. I'm up here in a heartbeat. Um, we move forward. Terry and I become members of the church. And, um, well, Sarah, I asked, what do we need to do to get married? And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, here's one of these pledge cards. You know, here's a pledge card. I, that's how I became a member of the church. And it, Terry was, it was amazing. Um, and we've had some talks about, you know, what, how much do you give? And, you know, the Bible talks about the 10%, and um, that's a lot of money. Um, 
And then Terry and I've had some discussion, is it before taxes or after taxes? You know, okay. I call it disposable income, Terry. Um, so, you know, we still don't get along with that, but, you know, I, I give back, and, and that's one of the great things. And what's, what was weird is like 15 or 20 years ago, my brother says, why do, I, why do you, he was telling me he was doing this tithing thing. Yeah, I knew what it was, and he says, you give back more than you give. And I, yeah, right, it's not the stock market. Give me a break. I didn't understand that, but um, I do now. I... Um, you know, I give back, um, and I get back. And, and what's really cool is that it's not really like giving, it's sharing. You know, I share it. I share it to, by, you know, by helping give money back to the church. I'm sharing with everybody in here. We keep these, this place open. Um, and as Sarah mentioned earlier, I have, you know, I, I do ministry. I do, I fix the lights. I, I fix other things. There's plenty of people in this place that fix things all the time and don't say a word. Sarah calls me the stealth guy. You know, I stealth in here, and I'm gone. You know, I wake up in the morning at 4 and start changing lights because the lights are on, you know, and I know which ones are out. Um, But, you know, it's a blessing that I can do that, and what God's given back to me. God now is the most important thing in my life. I've got God, then I've got family, and then me. Okay, if I don't have it in those three orders, I lose everything. The moment I change one of those things, I lose everything. I have more money in my checking account than I did when I was an electrical contractor. And why? Because God provides for me. There's nothing at first every Sunday morning that I got to write that check. I, but then I know I do it, and I, you know, it, I, you know, it's a it's a bad old habit to write that check. And another, in, you know, coincidence or incidence or God instance. Terry and I went on a vacation. We saw my friend, who's the parish director of parish life up in Atlanta. It's a huge church. She is. In, I went to high school with her. She's the parish secretary. Um. They have like 800 people that tithe and 1,200 members and. And Sarah's been sharing with me about what she wants to do with Cameron and with the youth group. Because we need to change. That's one of the things that we need to do here is make some changes. You know, all of us have cell phones. 20 years ago, nobody had a cell phone. You know, things change. We need to change. You know, we can't be stuck in this old rut. We need to bring the youth back into this church. We're going to die off. The whole church, the whole Christ church is going to be, you know, going away unless we, we give back. And we need to make changes. We can't. You know, we've been doing it this way for 40 years. We can't do that anymore. You know, Sarah's got this great vision of having this youth ministry, you know, and I want to follow that. She's got me so hyped up on this. That church up in Atlanta, you can't imagine, man. They got a building as big as this just for the kids. It's three stories tall, and it's incredible. You know, yeah, we don't have that vision, but we have a vision of bringing the kids in and bringing, keeping this ministry going. And I'm just grateful that I'm here, you know, and God is in my life. Um, it, it's just amazing. So, you know, I'm not asking you to open your wallets. I'm asking you to open your heart. It's not giving, it's sharing. When you change it from a giving, I'm giving this away to sharing it, it makes a big difference. It made a big difference in my life. So thank you for letting me have this opportunity to speak to you.